0: Live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Live from America. It is five PM Eastern time from the live free or die state of new hampshire this is live from america and i am your ever so humble god-fearing but god-loving host i want to thank you so very much for not only sticking with me for the second hour of the day whether you listened to the podcast or whether you watched the video today on rumble or telegram i also want to thank you for your support as i go through stages and stages of censorship but the good news is, is even though Frank speech is down for regular people to run and, and, and go to right now, it has so many millions of downloads that all of the censorship that has happened to all of us uh, will, will be a thing of the past very, very, very shortly. But you guys have stuck with me from one platform to the next, through the ups and through the downs, and I would never be able to repay you. Ever, ever. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my overweight heart. (laughs) We got to keep the laughs going, ladies and gentlemen. We got to keep in high spirits. Because you know what? We draw our energy. And we draw our love. And we draw our spirit and our personality and our decision making from God. And when you can draw from that never ending well. Then you never have anything to worry about. And I need to practice What I preach because I found myself getting angry again this weekend and this morning because of all the changes that I've had to do because of YouTube's latest decision to suspend my channel for seven days. But again, soon, very, very soon, we're not going to have to deal with that ever, ever again with going to platforms uh, like Frank's Speech, which we'll have live stream very soon, uh, like places like CloudHub and um, Roku and Firestick, uh, so many places that will not ban you for just speaking your mind. And, we, and, and nothing that I've said or that many other people that have been uh, banned uh, have said has been false. None of it. Everything's been true. The difference is they don't want us getting you all to feel and do the same thing because once the masses start doing something that's when the world changes and right now they are changing the world to what they want it to be but it's not going to stand much longer and, and and I truly believe this places like French speak, Frank speech and freedom fan and places like that they were given to us by God to be able to have as a weapon to fight this uh, unconstitutional uh, power grab by big tech And by leftists. So, having said that, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all again. And uh, let's give some shout outs, real quick, to some folks whom I opened some gifts from today. Uh, Since we're not doing this live, it's hard for me to interact with you live. So, it's not going to be the same kind of show, although I'll do my best to make it. very familiar for you while we go through this week. First shout out to Janice Smiley. I got your, uh, I got your little note. I want to say thank you very much. I appreciate that. I thought that uh, was, that, that gift was for me. um, But I ended up giving it to my wife anyway. I'd like to thank Suzanne Mulcrane for your donation and your, um, today. Bobby Meese and Roberta Meese. I'd, or Maybe you're the same person, Bobby, Roberta, you might be the same person, but just in case, I'd like to thank you so very much uh, for your donation today. Robert and Ann Jacobs and Mark Rissinger, thank you so, so much for your donations, especially right now in these times where we got to uh, employ extra people to do different things in order to facilitate uh, videos and the website being able to facilitate so many extra people because the eyes aren't on YouTube and it's just everything you guys do for me, including financially, is is so so much appreciated. Um, but you know, but you want to know the biggest thing, guys. The biggest thing is sharing these videos so that people can, even if they only watch the first twenty minutes, they get to ha- they get the gospel. They get the gospel in the first twenty minutes. And, 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 of course, they get to hear President Trump in the beginning of the show, right? You can, how can you go wrong with that? All right? Okay, guys, I know things are a little different this week, but you know what? We're not, it's not going to let us stop. It's not going to make us stop. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep going. And let's give our honor, our praise, and our love right now to the one person that deserves it the most, and that is Jesus and God in heaven. Because, guys, they are the ones that make it possible for us to do everything And uh, make it possible for me to be able to continue to still broadcast to you. And that is where my honor and my love and my attention is all the time. So that I can stay positive and stay happy. So here we go. April 19th, year of our Lord, 2021. Let's get right to it. The idea of unfailing love is radical. The idea of unfailing love is radical. There is no adequate model for it in this world. Such love can be found only in me, in the very essence of who I am. Even the most devoted parent, friend, or lover will let you down sometimes. But I am eternal. I am the eternal lover who will never fail you. Now, that's referencing Psalm 147.11. So, if you wanted to write that down and look that up after the show, I encourage you to do that. I know it's hard to do on the fly. But Psalm 147.11 says, The Lord delights in those who fear Him, who put their hope in His unfailing love. It also references 1 John 4.16. 1 John 416 It says, we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Funny thing about that verse is that we just went through, we just did that verse uh, last week, I believe it was, uh, for part of the verse of the day. So it's really cool to read it again, especially where a devotional comes from it. So again, that's Psalm 147, 11 and one John four 16. And before you turn out that light tonight, have hope in me and my unfailing provisions for you, man, I got to tell you, I got to tell you in this human body, in this flesh, it is so hard to not let things get to you. It's so hard to not be stressed out, to not be angry when your rights are violated, much like my wife's was uh, this weekend. And mine is every day with, with freedom of speech. It is so incredibly hard not to just give into that anger, give into that stress. And I got to tell you, sometimes I do it. But you want to know something? When I do it, I end up crying about an hour and a half later like a baby because I realized how wrong I was to give in to that kind of emotion, how wrong I was to not trust that everything that is going on is God's will. Do you know how hard that is? Of course you do. But that's why we got to lean on them stronger than ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the Lord's Prayer. Let me take a nice sip of my coffee first because, as you can see, to slurp or not to slurp? That is the question. Mm. And I say to slurp. So, you know the drill. If you can, please say it out loud from your lips to the Heavenly Father's ears so he can hear it and so he can rejoice in it. And if you can't for whatever reason or you just don't want to, please say it internally inside your soul. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. <clears throat> it is the first and foremost section right here on Live from America. And today we are going to be highlighting my state of New Hampshire, the Live Free or die, Granite State of New Hampshire, that is ever so quickly changing into every other liberal state around us to to match exactly what they do. And Chris Sununu, as much as he has tried over the years to keep this state red, to keep the state to have a little bit of common sense and not fall into the same trap as Vermont, into the same liberal trap as Maine, into the same liberal trap as Massachusetts or Connecticut or Rhode Island. We've tried so hard, but we. We are slipping little by little, and I fear, even though that Sununu is a rhino, I fear that when he, if he decides to leave and, and, and go run for the Senate, then we're going to get uh, either a Democrat voted in, which is highly likely to happen, or another rhino, because I don't see a lot of promise coming out of the state of New Hampshire when it comes to running for governor. But I will keep my thoughts and prayers on that issue, and I hope you do too. But we're going to give you an update right now on the forensic audit that's happening right from my state, from Windham, New Hampshire. And just like there was pushback in Michigan, just like there was pushback in Georgia, just like there was pushback in Arizona from people who desperately do not want this forensic audit to take place, it's now being done right here in the state of New Hampshire, and we got some malarkey, as Joe Biden would call it. We got malarkey. Joe, Jill, Jill, is your, wait, are you Joe's husband? Either way, it's malarkey. We got malarkey going on right here in the state of New Hampshire, and I'm going to tell you why. Because in Wyndham, New Hampshire, we are having a forensic audit because there was about 13 to 15% of the ballots after doing a hand count and matching those up with the, what the machines found, there was about a 13 to 15% discrepancy basically went for Joe Biden when they should have went for Trump. Okay. It went through all of our legal processy, uh, processes to get to where it is now. And unanimously, I might add, that means it went through 20 four to zero in the last vote. Unanimously, people want this. But guess what's happening? Well, three forensic analysts must be chosen for this forensic audit, okay? The first one um, is to be chosen jointly by the New Hampshire Attorney General's Office and the Secretary of State. The next will be chosen by the Wyndham... uh, the Wyndham... Selectmen. And the third, which is odd, is to be chosen by the two um, uh, forensic audit companies that were uh, chosen prior to that for them to choose one. So that's weird. The Attorney General and the Secretary of State each get to figure out which one they want. Then the Wyndham selectmen get to figure out which ones they want. But then the ones that were chosen by those two get to choose the next one. Odd, right? But here's where it's really, really weird, is every one of those governing bodies that I just mentioned have a conflict of interest in this forensic audit. Why? And I think I mentioned this back when this whole story first started rolling. First, the attorney general here didn't want anything to do with it. The attorney general's office refused to do and perform a meaningful investigation based on the evidence that we got during a hand recount, which was irrefutable proof. The AG just said, "Nope, I'm not doing the investigation." The Secretary of State's office, who's in charge with the AG to pick one of those um, to pick one of those forensic uh, auditors, uh, they oversaw the recount that produced the massive discrepancy, and three of the five selectmen in Wyndham supervised the initial general election of which. One of those three is adamantly opposed to doing the forensic audit. So, that meeting is to be held tonight. The meeting on how to pick these forensic auditors, and if these three actually will be the ones to pick them, which it looks like it's going to be. So, we have until tonight, as a force-multiplying, determined, action-itemed audience that we all are, to email, because this... You guys, you got to understand here, what happens here in tiny little New Hampshire... Is like, a, is like a domino effect to what goes into Arizona, to what goes into Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and the rest. So, I'm going to give you an email here, and you can email this address by tonight, and you can actually make some change and let them know how you feel. This is to the selectmen of Wyndham. Let them know how you feel about the fact that there's such a conflict of interest in picking the forensic auditors, because they want this done in secret. They don't want this done in the public. They don't want any kind of transparency when it comes to this and they certainly don't want regular everyday people uh, or citizens picking these auditors. They want to pick them. They want to control it. They want to do it in secret. So the email is B O S like boss without the second S at Wyndham, which is W I N D H A M W I N D H A M. So that's boss at Wyndham dot gov again, B-O-S at Windham, which is W-I-N-D-H-A-A-M-N-H dot gov. You need to, um, if you're looking for an action item today, you need to email that number or that uh, address by tonight and let them know that you are uh, against... A conflict of interest in picking the forensic auditing team that is going to be looking into this and making sure that the rest of New Hampshire didn't cheat, and ultimately that the rest of the country didn't cheat. Again, boss at windhamnhgovernor let Let's get on those keyboards, let's get on those phone calls, and let's make it happen, folks. All right, now let's talk about what we opened up the show with, Mike Lindell's frank speech. It is being attacked all over the world a bunch of crybaby butt hurt safe space liberals around the world do not want frank speech Mike lindell's new platform to launch why well let me give you a, let me ask you this who do you think is hacking it if you could think of all the people in the world that don't want free speech that don't want frank speech to be released to the world so that everybody can use it let me ask you who do you think is behind the hack. Well, I would say it's either a bunch of left-wing, globalist, activist, hacking, crybaby, tight, skinny jeans, wearing, man-bun, wussies, or it is the federal government, meaning the Democrats, the left, the left that controls everything, or it could be Facebook, Twitter, Google, Amazon, Apple, any of the big tech companies, the list of people that could be hacking and attacking Mike Lindell's platform is endless. It could be one, it could be two, or it could be all of the above from which I just mentioned. So you got to say, well, why? Why are they attacking it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's why. Because in just a matter of hours, hours, well, really... If you count back, if you count back till Thursday, count back to Thursday of last week, you really got to go back to then. But the majority of it happened today. Over 30 million people have signed up for the platform. Think about how big that is. That is just in a matter of hours. 30 million people. They didn't even have 10 million people prior to this morning. They now have 30 million. So you got to ask yourself if they have 30 million people in a matter of hours and the site isn't even accessible because of all the attacks that are going on and because they're trying to minimize it and make sure it doesn't take the site down. If you go to Frank's speech right now. All you're going to see is the live stream, the 48-hour live stream. At least they got that up and going. And on that 48-hour live stream, they're having guests come in. You know, like the higher profile uh, influencers like Diamond and Silk and things like that. And then, you know, uh, Greg Jarrett, he came in and, and other big names. They're coming in and they're doing um, interviews with Mike Lindell, General Michael Flynn, and many other people. And then tomorrow, they're going to be playing the exclusive... Exclusive documentary, which is the second part of Mike Lindell's uh, two movies that shows and exposes the election fraud that happened. Now, if you're watching Frank's speech right now and you're watching that 48 hour live stream, they're showing you teasers, teaser trailers of the movie. And, and, And in the teasers, it's showing you how incredibly blatant the theft of the election was, where it came from who, uh, who's involved with it and how completely impossible it was for the results that we've seen after midnight on election day. It's truly amazing. And this is the great thing that I'm so excited about Frank speech because you couple together Frank speech with places like parlor and, 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 freedom fan, but parlors even mm, because of what they're, what they're trying to do, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, we're going to be able to, It's going to be like we were never banned because all of those people, those 30 million people, that's quickly going to turn into 60 million people, which is quickly going to turn into 100 million people, which by the end, there's going to be a billion people on Frank's speech. You just watch. You just watch and see. And when that happens, folks, it's going to be like you, me and everybody else who's been constantly attacked over the last few years. It's going to be like it never happened because God is going to give us back abundantly. He's going to overflow our cup. Meaning that all of the people that we had that were people like me who had followers, all those followers are going to find me again and be back. As a matter of fact, as soon as I go back onto Frank's speech, I automatically have 30 million people that will have access to my videos. 30 million already. I never had that with any of the other social media platforms combined. I would have had they not stifled my speech and got rid of my, my videos and got rid of all this, that, and the other. But guys, you see what I mean? Faith and trust in the Lord. And the most unlikely people will be the ones that end up saving so many nations and so many people's lives. Like I said, the two people that are in charge to make sure that our country doesn't go down the way of communism, socialism, are two Democrats. Who would have ever thought? Kirsten Cinema Joe Manchin. The one person who's in charge of getting giving back our freedom of speech online to where we can reach everybody. An ex-crackhead who now owns a business and who is a man of God and completely successful in the way that he walks because he gives all glory to God. The most unlikely people saving this world. So again, there's already 30 million people who have signed up for Frank's speech. And like I said, he does have it turned off right now for almost everybody, I think there's a few influencers that might be in there, I can't even get back in. I spent this weekend putting content up on my page and on my podcasts, um, but by this morning, I couldn't get on anymore because they're being attacked by everybody. So I ask you, who do you think is attacking? If you're watching this on Rumble, put the comments below. Who you think could be attacking or what the possibilities of who could be attacking and why. And uh, also, if you're if you're watching on Telegram, do the same thing. All right, moving on. Facebook co founder Dustin Moskowitz poured over $5 million into a nonprofit run by Black Lives Matter leader Patrice Cullors. You know who Patrice Cullors is. Patrice Cullors, C U L L O R S, she is the one who just bought $3.2 million worth of homes with airport hangers in them. Think about that. You know, the one who cries that everybody and her herself included is oppressed, but yet she's buying four homes over three million dollars that you can't say anything about on social media. So co-founder of Facebook, Dustin Moskowitz, poured over five million dollars into a nonprofit ran by Patrice, and that is according to a financial disclosure record that was just put out. And the funny thing about it is, is the same company that gave her five million dollars, same people you know, related to the same company that just gave her $5 million are the same ones that have been shielding her from all of you talking about and sharing the story of this corrupt, oppressed leader of a very, very left-wing Marxist group from her story. From what she did, they shielded her and they made it so the world could not see the money that she was spending on homes, and they banned you if you posted the truth. If you literally posted the truth, this person bought this house. They banned you. They suspended or banned you or or just wouldn't let you put the article up. How sickening is that? So I'm wondering, is the five million that Dustin Moskowitz gave to the to the nonprofit ran by Patrice Culler's? Is that part of the money that was spent on the $3.2 million homes that she bought, all four of them? So that's the kind of disgusting stuff that we're up against, folks. That's the kind of stuff that we're up against. Um, I do want to highlight some good stuff real quick about Florida uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Three major things that he just did. So Florida Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he signed the anti-riot bill into law. And gave a statement today. Alongside him was Sheriff Grady Judd. Sheriff Grady Judd don't play. I don't know if you've ever seen anything by this guy. But this guy does not play. He basically said, you want to register to vote? Cool. You can come register to vote. But don't try any of that crap that you tried up north because if you try that stuff down here, you're going to pay a hefty price. And when he looks in the camera and he says stuff like that, you have to believe him. This is like one of those guys who was your, uh, your uncle or your grandfather who came back from doing a tour in Nam or something. When they look at you, you can see the look in their eyes. Uh, Sheriff Grady Judd is not playing. He is not playing. You go to Florida and you try to cheat, you're going to end up behind bars. Behind bars, and that is why Florida people, Florida, Floridians love their governor so, so very much. Let's talk a little bit more about Governor Ron DeSantis because another thing that he just did, um, signing the anti riot bill into law, is that he's actually going after, um, election integrity next. He's actually going after election, election integrity next, and one of the major things he's doing is banning. All ballot harvesting and drop boxes or anything, any of that nature. That will not happen. There will be no more ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting will be 100% illegal in the state of Florida. You are never going to turn Florida blue. You are never going to steal it like you did the other states. How does that make you feel, stretch Stretchy Face Armstrong? How does that make you feel, Chuck Schumer, Jerry Nadler, Mr. Poop Pants, Eric Fartwell? How does that make you all feel? That you know you'll never be able to steal Florida. And as long as there's a Republican governor in Texas, you'll never be able to steal Texas either. So the only states that you can steal are the ones that you're calling racist because they're putting election integrity laws into place. Mm. That's got to hurt, doesn't it? Ooh, that's got to hurt. That's gotta hurt. So um, another great thing about Ron DeSantis is that if you remember the COVID round table that he did not too long ago that got banned by YouTube, he just came out and said he's no longer using YouTube. He's gonna go use Rumble. So, Rumble, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, but if you are, if you're listening to me and if you're listening to the fans, hurry up, Rumble, and get live video. We need live video. That's what the people want. We don't want to watch things that are old. We want to watch things that are live. And the good thing about the digital TV platforms that I go to is that not only will I be able to do the live show there, but I'll be able to distribute that over over all social media sites that I'm not banned on anyway, where you're able to do live videos. So those are the three great things about Ron DeSantis. And uh, I got to tell you, man, he is the best governor probably in the United States of America. Oh, oh, here's something else for you. Wow. While, meanwhile, Ron DeSantis is saying he's dropping YouTube and only going to use rumble. Susan, which, I don't know how to say her last name. So sorry. Would or watch Kiki, Susan, watch Either way, she's the CEO of YouTube. Do you know that she just got a reward? She just received another an, reward. Excuse me. An award. She just received an award for free expression she received a free expression award for her quote pro amendment company what pro first amendment company youtube she gets a freedom of expression award for the for the pro first amendment from a pro first amendment group are you kidding me I'm tr- I'm literally banned there right now for telling the truth. <laughs> so, what? These people just make up their own little woke-topia world and they just they this is what they do. This is what they do. So, in light of the fact that CEO of YouTube got the Freedom of Expression Award from a First Amendment group, I got to call foul on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And give old Susan a dum-dum award of the day because there is no possible way that that woman is about freedom of speech. Excuse me, but that's not happening. Uh, speaking of freedom of speech, Parler. Now, this is the other thing about Parler. Parler had 10 million people on it before it got deplatformed from, from uh, the Google Play Store and the Apple, uh, Apple Store. It had 10 million users. Freedom, uh, Frank, speech already has 30 million it's three times the size of Parlour already, already, and we can't even access it yet. Think about how big it's going to be, folks. But speaking of that, Apple has now confirmed that Parlor is now allowed to return to the App Store since the platform changed its moderation processes and policies as demanded by Apple. So I don't know what to think about that. I don't know what, I know Parler's a business. I know they're trying to make money. I know Dan, Bongino, Dan Bongino's in there. But the fact that you found out that they worked so heavily with the FBI and then got blamed by the FBI and then got kicked off Apple and then got kicked off Google and then they changed their policies in order to go back on there, basically they gave in. I'm not saying I'm still there. I'm still there and I'm still using them. But I just don't know what to think about that. It's kind of odd. And the fact that Apple now is saying you can come back to the Apple store because you changed your policies as demanded. That's a, if if you wrote that letter to me, <laughs> I'd be, see ya, Bye. I guess we don't need you then. We've been living on without you. We don't need you. That's the way I would look at it. But apparently, Parlor is going to be going back to Apple. So if you got an Apple phone, if you got an iPhone, you'll be able to get Parlor back soon. I'd like to give the second dumb dumb today, and guess who it's going to go to? Not to one person. Not to two people. But nine individuals on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Supreme Court—just injustice. John Roberts, Amy Phony Barrett. Who else we got in there? Brett Kavanaugh. And I don't really want to give them to nine, though, because I do like Neil Gorsuch and I do like Clarence Thomas and I do—you I, know—there's a few of them that I do like. Justice Alito, I do like those three. But the rest of them, they all get dumb dumb awards. Why? The Supreme Court fails to uphold law once again. They just declined to hear. The, uh, one of the election lawsuits in Pennsylvania over mail-in ballots. It was one of the last ones in Pennsylvania concerning mail-in ballots and how people were completely circumvented and made up rules on their, on their own. Laws were made up on their own, and people were just allowed to do things against state law. So, of course, lawsuits are filed. They went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, nope, we don't even want to hear it. They kicked it back down to the lower uh, Court of Appeals. I believe it's the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. With, get this, a judgment. So they declined to hear it, kicked it back to the Third Court, Circuit Court of Appeals with a judgment, basically telling the Third Court of Appeals to deny the lawsuit, to kick it out, to, to say it's in, it doesn't, they're not going to hear it. So why was the Supreme Court too afraid to make the judgment when they just kicked it down to make the judgment anyway? And what in the absolute heck is going on with our Supreme Court in the United States? Sickening. Absolutely sickening. Speaking of sickening, let's talk about California real quick. Got a lot of things to go through, so I'm trying to hit one after the other. Kroger's in California closes five of their stores in California cities. Why? Because California is requiring them to pay hero pay. Superhero pay. You know, like the same superhero skill that Nancy Pelosi must have in street fighting. And if you come up on her, she's gonna give you a one-two. She might get you to the floor the a little jujitsu, stretch face armstrong, all, all over you. Hiya! No, not that kind of hero pay. No, 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 no. Different hero pay. This means people that were that are working during the pandemic. So if you kept your job and you work with the public during the pandemic, you are a hero. Don't you feel good? Don't you just want to strap on that cape? Don't you want to just go out there and put out your chest and show everybody how you're a hero because you worked with the public during a pandemic? Now, hey, I don't want to fault anybody for working during this time. If you felt like you were going to get sick and you stayed out there working and you just tried to avoid getting sick and you're still working and you're still working strong and you feel like you're a hero, good you feel like you're a hero. But guess what? You know who heroes are? The heroes are those same veterans that are living under a bridge right now With no house, living under a bridge with no money, the real heroes are the ones that come back burned, and and, or or put their lives on the line every day and go out on the streets and face people like Antifa and BLM. The real heroes are the first responders, the ones that are running to the buildings when they're being knocked down on September 11th, the uh, the medical professionals that put their lives at risk every single day by trying to save lives. Those are heroes. I don't know when the last time hero was given to a person like me, who worked with the public. I was a salesperson. I had to sell. I had to go out there. I had to still sell it. But it was still it was still selling something. I still had to work with the public. I don't deserve hero pay. But apparently, the uh, state of California is making um, all companies pay five dollars more an hour to each employee for hero pay. So Kroger said, okay, well we're going to close five stores then. So while I don't like the fact that people are going to be out of work, and by no fault of the of the uh, employees of the um, no fault of their own that they're out of work and families are suffering, I do applaud Kroger's for standing up for, for 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 a mandate that they should not have to do. They are a business; they have a right to choose how much they want to pay their employees. and And this is just another cheap way of you trying to raise the minimum wage by saying it's COVID's fault and you have to give them hero pay. So Kroger's, in my mind. You get a smarty today. Smarty award right there goes to Kroger's for actually standing up and doing the right thing and standing up for their business. All right, moving on, because I got to hurry up and wrap it up here. GOP uh, Republican uh, representative in Ohio's 15th district, Steve Stivers. I think that's how you pronounce his name. It could be Stivers, but I think it's Steve Stivers. He is stepping down next month, which is going to leave an open seat for the Republican Party. The good thing about it here is the last time a Democrat held any seat. There was 2009 through 2011, and then before that it was 1960. So we have a it's a red seat, and I don't think we're going to have a problem. But we still want to stay on top of it. And if you live in the 15th district in uh, Ohio, you want to get mobilized and you want to help out as much as you can because there will be a special election coming up because he is leaving next month to sit in his new role as the president and the CEO at the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. Wonder how he got that job. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, long story short, make sure you stay on top of that 15th district in Ohio. I will stay right on top of it through the special election with you. And I just want you guys to be aware of that. Now, here's some more disturbing news. And I can't wait to show you this Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, who's been in all this trouble lately, right? They, they seem to be in all this trouble lately. Well, it doesn't look like I'll be able to pull it up. But I will tell you that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has done everything they can to not let this audit take place. Funny thing about it is, is you know that money that Mark Zuckerberg gave to the left right before the election? Maricopa County got $3 million of Zucker bucks and nobody knows why. Nobody knows why it came to the county. Nobody knows where it went. Nobody knows what it was spent on. Still to this day, $3 million of Zucker bucks right into Maricopa County, and not a single person can tell us why the money was sent there, what it went for, or where it was spent. Nobody knows anything, apparently. So just more fraud and more things going on in Maricopa County. I'll keep an eye on that. There's really not much more to the story as it is right now. But they're trying to find out where this $3 million went and what it was spent on. Uh, But we know that it came and Zuckerberg strikes again by giving people Zuckerbucks to steal the election. And I can say that because I'm not on YouTube right now. Mm, feels good. I do want to let you guys know that President Trump will be speaking tonight on Sean Hannity's show. So I know this show is a little bit different now that it's not live. I know it loses some of its pizzazz, but I will still bring you the facts every day From for this week. I still will continue to bring you all of the news right here from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. So stick with me this week. It's only going to be for another week or so, and pretty soon we're never going to have to deal with censorship ever, ever again. Remember to go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter Immediately. Just in case something happens, you know what's going down. You still have another 11 days um, to... Uh, buy stuff off the store in order for us to rack up more money for family farms. We are on track right now to match what we did last month, which was a great amount of money to send to a family farm. So I cannot wait to see who it is that we choose this month. And if you can try to become a monthly donor, one, five, 10, whatever it is you can afford, just like you pay for Netflix or something, because this show is entirely viewer funded. And the more censorship that comes our way, the more problems that come our way, the more we need to fight to bring you, the real news, and the gospel every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America, where you can watch on Rumble, you can watch on Telegram, parlor, and listen to the podcast until we get back doing live videos Saturday When I'll be in Atlanta. So what a great day for it. Thank you guys all very much. Have a wonderful blessed evening. And I'll see you tomorrow for more Live from America at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. God.